Welcome to Drinks at the Doll, episode 50, Emerald City Comic Con 2014. You're listening to Drinks at the Doll, a podcast way station for Lost Girl fans. I'm your host, Stephanie. And I'm Annie. And I'm Chris. Recently, Annie got to go to Emerald City Comic Con, which is in Seattle, and Zoe Palmer and Chris Holden Reed were guests. I'm actually super jealous that she got to go. I was very much contemplating trying to get to that con, but I just wasn't able to due to time and money and things like that. So, was it as fun as it looked, Annie? Yeah, it really was. I think that they put on a great con. Uh, it's been done for, I think, over 10 years and really well run. Chris and Zoe were there all three days. So I think when I first talked to Zoe, which is funny because I've met her last year at uh, Comic Palooza, and I don't know why, I was just as nervous, if not more nervous, to meet her this time. I think it's because I've become more entrenched and Documus has just saturated my soul so, for the last year. So, <laughs> really, I had to. I'm like, shut up. So, that's why I was like, Duh. so. <laughs> Did you say that to her? <laughs> Probably. There, there are bits talking to her that I do not remember. But, uh, I think I asked her, uh, how it worked out with Ryan Robbins being casted and cold blooded because they'd worked together before and she said she got the script and it just worked out. Uh, because I've always loved that movie. And then I also asked Chris and Zoe what it, what it would be like having Michael Grassi as a new showrunner, and they seemed pretty excited, and they were looking forward to it. Yes, I know, Stephanie, you were kind of embarrassed for me when I <laughs> mentioned this to you. I, You know, that's what happens. I get nervous, and I start rambling. So I'm joking to Zoe at one point. Well, you know, we have to have more on-screen document <laughs> sex in season five. <laughs> Please tell me you actually said, where's my document sex? Because that would make my, that would make my day. Uh, no, but I, I did say, I did mention, I did mention the point that I mentioned during, um, our review of, uh, 4.13 when, um, Oh, when I was watching uh, Dark Horse, I kept ye- yelling to Bo when she was about to leave. I'm like, turn around and kiss her. And she did. And Zoe's like, yeah, you were writing and directing and everything. I'm all like, yeah, for once it actually worked. The characters did what I wanted to. <laughs> so. Did you tell her about Papaya Horse? <laughs> no, I did not tell her about Papaya Horse. I should mention Papaya Horse next time mm-hmm. to the guests if, uh, you know, when we when we go to Atlanta. So just because nobody can say it. Well, everybody can say it but me, just because I prefer fruit to a horse. So, but also as a side note, it was really nice to meet um, Holly, who is conventions, uh, ETC conventions, etc. Who she's the person who books Chris and Zoe and all the Lost Girl people at cons. So she was really nice. It was nice to thank her for her work. And yes, uh, I think this was embarrassingly the third day. Zoe and Chris—they're so great because they tolerate people like me who come up every day going, hi, hi again, hi, I really like you guys and show, hi. For some reason, that was the day I tried, got really emotional with Zoe and, you know, and I, I've even told her this before last year at Comic Palooza, but I said it again and, you know, what she's heard so many times from so many fans where how Lost Girl has such personal impact on me. Being an introvert, doing this podcast, um, you know, as a gay woman, having representation, for the first time in my life, I cosplayed at this con, and I'll get more into that later. But, you know, I told her I didn't want to do it because I'm insecure about my size, and she was so sweet and just 
don't worry about it, insecurities, you know, that doesn't, there's no insecurities and, you know, love is just love, that, something like that. I couldn't remember because by this point I was like, you were crying. Cut. I was messy cry. Aww. It was really bad. And I was like, what am I doing? And then my friends later, they were like, Annie, what did you say to her? Because I, I think she was like starting to cry. I'm all, she was? I didn't notice. I just know that she stood up and gave me a hug. And no, it was not like ulterior motives. I swear. I was being very sincere. <laughs> but bonus, you got a hug. Bonus, yes. But they, uh, you know, and people say this again and again. It's so nice to give back uh, appreciation for the people that make the show. And Chris is such a sweetie and always joking around and just really genuine guy. But but tell us about your, your cosplay, because I was hearing... My cosplay, yeah. I was hearing rumblings of the plannings of this. And I think you actually got posted on Holly's timeline, a picture of the yeah. three of you cosplaying. Well, one of the best things about going to this con was going with friends that I'd already made and meeting new friends there. So I I had to write down everybody's uh, Twitter names. So I could remember going Twitter name, real name, Twitter name, real name. So um, I had my two roommates, Docubus Danny and Morena. Danny had tweeted several months ago. We had go- we had all gone to uh, Fan Expo in August, and Danny was a little disappointed because she couldn't meet Zoe, and she really loves Patsy Sewer from Instant Star. So she tweeted us one day a couple months ago saying, "Well, I'm going to cosplay as Patsy Sewer for Seattle." And we're like, oh my god, that's a great idea. And I said, and Morena had tweeted like a minute later, okay, well, I'm going to do Francis Jane from Cold-Blooded. And I was like, damn it, that's what I was going to do. So I said, okay, well, by default, then I'll do Carly Grieg from The Guard. And so we all kind of agreed on it, all really started researching it. We didn't want just, oh, I'll throw on a blue shirt or whatever, you know. Danny, you know, got a wig and everything. She looked great. She had she got the appropriate punk rocker clothes. I think she even got additional piercings in her ears. That was dedication. That's commitment. Yeah. Well, she already had her Patsy Sewer inspired tattoo. tattoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the outside of it is the star that Patsy Sewer has. I know. And the I, inside of it. I actually screenshot that for her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, and the inside of it is Lauren's uh, Life A necklace. So she was going to show Zoe in... Uh, Toronto, but she didn't get the chance, so she really wanted to show it to her this time. To start off, I'd never cosplayed, so I had to say, I have to say, researching the Canadian Coast Guard is not easy. I can find tons of U.S. Coast Guard stuff, but very little Canadian stuff. I mean, I actually found a PDF manual on how to dress in the Canadian Coast Guard. Okay, put your hat like this and this and everything, but I still couldn't find the uniform, and I really wanted the patches to be correct and everything, so, but Miracle of Miracles, I found on eBay a shirt that had the correct patches and I get it in the mail and it actually fit me. And I'm like, Oh, this is perfect. But I was like, Oh no, I can't just wear regular shoes and, you know, just khakis or whatever. No, I ordered everything from a military surplus site for the correct, you know, the pants and the belt and the shoes. And so I was like trying to be dedicated, you know, customize my name badge and everything. So that part was fun, but I actually had the least complicated costume because Morena did cold-blooded, but she did it with a hand and everything. So she had about eight makeup tests trying to get that blood correct on her face and got it down to 
pretty much a science. She wrapped her hand and got numb after about 20 minutes and kept it like that most <laughs> of the day. She brought her fake blood in her bag, hoping it wouldn't explode over everything. And she's like traveling on buses and trains and airplanes. I mean, it's not a short trip for her from where she lives. And she did, she did makeup tests for Danny and did all her makeup and she looked great. So I was pretty easy, but these guys looked amazing. So this, we cosplayed on Saturday and we're near the front of the signing line in the morning. And we kept turning around because we, well, we all wanted to go up to Zoe together. And they're kind of strict at Seattle. They're like, oh no, one person at a time, blah, blah, blah. We're like, this is really important. So we all went up and Morena saw, or Zoe saw Morena first in her blood and everything and her fake hand. And she goes, oh my God, can I take a picture of you? We're like, yeah, yeah, sure. And then she saw all of us. She's like, oh my God. I said, oh yes, I'm reporting for duty as Carly. Yeah, it was really, she was pretty amazed. And she said uh, she was really honored and flattered that we did that. So we were like, we got approval. It doesn't matter that only two other people know what, what we're cosplaying <laughs> guess, as. We yeah. don't care. We got <laughs> approval from Zoe. So Zoe took a picture of us, with her, all three of us, with her phone. And then she took a picture of uh, Danny's tattoo because... On Friday, Danny had had Zoe sign her name under her Carly and, or under her uh, Patsy Sewer and Lauren tattoo, and she had had this planned where she went and tattooed Zoe's signature that night. So she's so showing it to Zoe on Saturday, and Zoe's like, "Oh, that looks great!" And Danny's like, "No, this is a, a tattoo." She goes, "What? Are you serious?" She goes, "But it's like on there for like." For like real, <laughs> so she's like, "Oh my god, can I take a picture?" So yeah, I saw that she posted the picture on her on her Twitter timeline. Yeah, so I have a cute picture that I'll post or put in the show notes. I took a picture of Zoe in costume and all three of us in costume. So that was that was really fun because we're like, we're gonna cosplay, but not as Lauren. We're gonna do something a little different. So did anybody else in the con recognize you? Just out of curiosity, because. To be fair, like Lauren fans tend to be pretty hardcore Zoe Palmer fans, and a lot of them have yeah. seen Zoe Palmer's other stuff. Yeah, a couple of people recognized Morena, so I thought that was cool. Did anybody refer to you as the ghosts of Zoe's roles past? <laughs> no, I totally Although would they have. Probably, should I would have, have too. I know. Yeah, I did get asked if I was a Canadian airline steward, and I'm like, no, not quite. <laughs> And the funny thing is, there's no way in hell I could ever be a Coast Guard, because I don't swim worth crap, so <laughs> so that's not accurate. Well, w was that a weird reference to Anna Silk's commercial? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it could have been. No, no, it was just someone going, <laughs> Oh, okay. now I want to cosplay as, as, as Anna. As <laughs> oh, you should. Yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> I totally look like Anna Silk, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you can yell at people because you're, you're I know. going through... Nicotine withdrawals. That's the benefit is I can be really yeah. cranky with everybody at con who bugs me. <laughs> and I'm just cosplaying. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god, that's the best idea ever. You're welcome. So <laughs> Best cosplay idea ever. Uh, so what about the Q&A session? Did you go to that as well? And Claire Claimer did the Q&A. That made me happy. Well, yeah, again, all the Buffy fans are so excited. This week, with the announcement of season five guests, and I'm like, I'm not a Buffy fan. I'm not a Weedon Knight. You know, is she on Buffy? Claire Claymer? Yes. Yes, the fifth but season. But she was yeah. also yeah. in probably the best movie ever made, Bring It On. Ah, <laughs> uh, wait, who was she in Bring It On? She was one of the one of the really gripey cheerleaders with the blonde hair. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I know Bring It On, like, the, I haven't watched it in ages, but I love that it's movie. It's an awesome okay. movie. It's not the best movie it ever is. made, but it's an awesome movie. It is an awesome movie. I mean, the sequel's eh, but no. Bring It On, yeah. Well, it was great because she did, you know, she really kept the Q&A live, lively and did a great job. As, as someone said, oh, she looked like she knew what she was talking about in relation to the show, you know? Because, you know, some Q&As sometimes, I've seen some that just don't go well when the moderator sucks. So she was great and really had good, a great personality. So thank you for the Buffy reference. Some of the highlights of the Q&A was Chris was telling, he's told the story a couple times before where he's injured, he injured his back in season two. You know, he's like, yeah, I'm trying to get a bad guy and you... Over there, you just stay right there. I'm going to walk real slowly to you. And he gets up and <laughs> demonstrates. And then later, he's trying to demonstrate stunt stunt work. And he goes, well, you know, you just punch a guy, right? And the guy, like, totally flips. And then he, he goes and literally flips over the couch because they're sitting on a couch. And he, and he goes, look at how good I am. I didn't even kick Zoe in the face. <laughs> so... <laughs> I heard there was some couch shenanigans, so that's good to know what happened. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. The funny thing, too, was um, there was some chi-sucking shenanigans, because somebody asked, what's it like to suck chi, but you're on set and there's no special effects. So they uh, did a chi-sucking demonstration, and Chris was being overly dramatic again and collapsed on the couch in convulsions after it was done. (laughs) So so it wasn't quite as drama, but it was pretty damn funny. So... Did they did they do like the thing the wide eyed thing that Anna says she has to do for the blue eye effect? The the what thing? Anna said she has to kind of make her eyes really wide to make the the blue <laughs> eyes look better in post. And so she says it's weird. I've never heard of that. Yeah, she says it's kind of weird doing it because she has to have her eyes really wide leaning in toward this person. <laughs> <laughs> and I bet you get such bad dry eye too. So. <laughs> No, I've never heard of that, but no, they just, okay. but they did a great cheese suck. And somebody actually, when they, I was in the line for photo ops with Chris, they said, can we do a cheese suck photo op? So they did it. And then they edited their photo and put in the blue cheese nice. and posted it nice. on their Twitter. It's nice that he's willing to do that. Supposedly Anna is not. <laughs> but, yeah. Joe, but Zoe will inject you, she says. <laughs> yes, yes, she will. She will wear lab coats. She will take pictures of pizza and beer and she will take. So I did a, a salute with uh, me and my Carly Greed costume. So I have a really cute picture of me and her saluting. So I saw that. It is cute. Even though I don't know if they ever do in the guard, but I figure it's, it's a military gesture. So, And then uh, one of the cutest parts of the Q&A was this young boy. He was probably about eight or something. And I, th- I think he was cosplaying as Inigo Montoya. So he goes, what's your favorite movie? And Zoe says, well, it's The Princess Bride, of course. Aww. And Chris said, well, when I'm being, he, he said it was Gandhi when he's just being a little serious. But, but yeah, there's, uh, I think, a posting of uh, the Q&A on YouTube. Yes. Kedri, was ni- Kedri on Twitter was nice enough to film the panel and share it. So we'll put a link to where you can watch the panel, if you haven't already, in the show notes for this episode over at drinksofthedoll.com slash 50. This is our 50th episode, y'all. Holy crap. Oh, my gosh. I know. I'm just waiting until we get to 69. Now. Oh, anyway. Oh, you should be excited, yes. Annie. You don't even know. <laughs> I've heard there are plans. There are plans. Yes. Started by you, Stephanie. So, um, actually, it was an email suggestion. It was an email suggestion, actually. A listener suggested that we do oh, something really? special, if you know what I mean. Oh, I thought it was all you, Stephanie. I thought it was all you and in your head. Okay. It's not just me. No. <laughs> okay. 
also for um, the uh, Emerald City Comic Con, they have something on Flip on TV uh, where you have to purchase a pass. It's like fifteen dollars, but then you can watch all the panels if you want. FYI, so um, so that's kind of nice. They film it and put the whole thing up there if you're interested. because they also had a lot of other great guests. I also really like that when they do the panels that they have them sit on a couch and not at a table. I noticed mm-hmm. that they did that at the Australian Comic Cons that that Zoe went to, and I think that looks better. It's like a lot more casual and chatty looking. Well, Chris, he came out and he goes, "God, this is the most comfortable panel thing I've ever been to." I was just sitting on couches, so uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool because, and yeah, it just created a different setting. I have to say though, the panel room to me unexpectedly was huge. It was like Comic Con size. There was like over a thousand people. Wow. Uh, in the audience, so it was a good, lively panel. The other thing I wanted to mention uh, were some really cool artists that I ended up finding on the exhibit floor. And there was one artist, uh, Michelle Shepard, who drew a gorgeous Lauren drawing. And I think it's from a season two still. Uh, If you'd see it, you'd know it. And then there was another artist I met where I was, I think I was in line on, for the autographs on Friday or Saturday, and the guy ahead of me had this gorgeous piece, probably about 10 by 17 or something like that. And it's it wasn't a poster. It's a metal etching piece uh, mounted on a flat, uh, mounted on a flat foam uh, core board. And it was like a composite of, I think, season one Lost Girl shots and of the um, press shots of the main cast with the Toronto skyline in the background. And, you know, I ended up buying a piece because I was like, the pictures don't do it justice, but this artist, his name is Matt Stevens, and it's the site is called geekograph.com. And this guy was so nice. So I went down, and we're hunting and we're hunting, just trying to find this type of, this type of artist. And he's got all these different pieces from, like, Serenity and, you know, Star Trek, Star Wars. And he had, I was thinking of you guys, if I'd had the money, I would have bought it. He had this gorgeous orphan black piece I can't even describe. It had... All the different clones, but it's just... Anyway, so I'm promoting his work because I liked it so much. But I met him, and he's such a nice guy because he just ran out of the Lost Girl piece. And he goes, well, I'm a local artist. I will go home and commission a piece for you, and I'll redo it for you tonight. Do you want it customized? What do you want? I'm all, what do you mean customized? He goes, well, I can put the Lost Girl logo on it or whatever. And we're like, okay. So he came back the next day and gave it to me, gave me a discount, so... Anyway, I'm, I want to put his name in the show notes because he was so nice about it. And, I, you know, I'll give, I'll give you guys a picture of it, but it really doesn't do it justice. So normally I don't, you know, buy a lot of artist work, but there's so little Lost Girl stuff out there. I was really happy to see something like this and to see what artists do with properties that don't have a lot of merchandise. And honestly, besides being able to express thanks to Zoe and Chris, the best part of this con is just hanging out with the Lost Girl fans, with my roommates, Docubus, Danny, and Morena, and getting reacquainted with KJ, KJ, with Kedri, because I'd met her in Toronto. And then I'm in line on Friday. I hear this, Annie! I'm all, who the heck is that? I don't know anybody here. And it was Cindy, of course. Cindy, who does all of our crazy graphics, puts a cowgirl hat on me, and within like an hour of our podcast, is one of our biggest supporters, and she gives great hugs. She's very much a huggy, huggy person. And she kept saying that's why she was there, was just to hang out with people. This was the best part. You know, it's not about having a plan. She just wanted to hang out with us, and 
spend time. So um, she's Cindy B one zero one seven on Twitter, but she is one of the friendliest people I've ever met. And um, also Manga Babe, who cosplayed as Bo. Her name's Lisa. So, nice. Yeah, Danny knew her from Twitter, and she's like, "Oh, we're meeting up with Manga Babe." I'm all, "Who?" I'm all, "Okay, whatever." The more the merrier. And I meet her. We find out that she lives in the Bay Area, and that we work at the same university, <laughs> like half a block from each other. What? I thought that was hilarious. But uh, she got her cosplay was great, and I'll post a picture of that awesome. too. But she got the most awesome sandwich shot. She just goes to people if you want a threesome shot or whatever, you know, with you in the middle. Just go. Can I get a sandwich? And Zoe and Chris will know it. We'll know what you mean. <laughs> but she got like a full on hug, thigh squeeze sandwich shot with her as Bo. It looks fantastic. <laughs> Have you ever asked anybody for a sandwich at a con, Chris? <laughs> Me? Yeah. No, why? Why would well, I? I don't know. I just didn't know if you knew that was a thing. If you asked people, can I get a sandwich? Well, is it is it people or is it specifically Chris and Zoe? I think it might just be Chris and Zoe. Okay. Because- okay. <laughs> Also, this is in the context of the professional photos. Right. And I've never actually done one of those. Oh, okay. No, I just asked, can I get a huggy shot with those two? And then I asked for a growly shot with Chris, which came out great. So, <laughs> yeah, we were happy with our photos. But yeah, that was just the best thing, was hanging out with all these wonderful people. You know, and then by the end of the con, you're like, best friends. So, But that's, that's how it goes. I, I have not been this engaged with such a warm, wonderful fandom since Xena. And for me, that's saying a lot, because I've been with the Xena fandom for almost 20 years, and I love this Lost Girl fandom just as much. You know, we're all asking each other, oh, who's going to be in Atlanta? Who's going to be at this con? Okay, so there's going to be a big party come Dragon Con, and I'll, we'll all introduce everybody to everybody and have many, many drinks and do a maybe drunken podcast in between. So <laughs> I think that'll be fun. Uh-uh. <laughs> Well, thanks for sharing your experience at Emerald City Comic Con with us. Again, we'll post links to things that we mentioned over in the show notes for this episode at drinksatthedoll.com slash 50. Yes, and I also have uh, photos that I took during the panel that I will upload. Excellent. We would love to hear if you had any fun stories from Emerald City Comic Con as well. You can let us know in the comments for this episode, like I said, over at drinksofthedoll.com slash 50. You can also email us at feedback at drinksofthedoll.com, or you can send us a voice message by clicking the send voicemail tab on the right-hand side of the website. I'm so glad you could join us for Drinks of the Doll. My name is Stephanie. And I'm Annie. I've been drinking, but I'm not drunk, and my name is Chris. <laughs> 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 Thanks for listening. Cheers. Cheers.